Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. So I'm going to start this. <laughs> I'm going to start this with a food because that's that's what we do. Have you? I can't remember. Are you a pumpkin spice basic white girl when it comes to that? I like it, but I'm not obsessed with it. So I've been turned on. I'm not a huge coffee drinker, right? I think I've said before on the show that I I really only drink crepes or where I really can't taste the coffee. I have taken one step further into the coffee realm okay. in that I discovered pumpkin spiced iced lattes. Mm. So I went on vacation last week and I think eight out of the 10 days, whether it was from McDonald's or Starbucks, I got a pumpkin spiced iced <laughs> latte. And my first day back at work, I started the day with a pumpkin spice iced latte. I have to tell you, they are, they are delightful. <laughs> <laughs> They're so freaking good. So much so that I had to display self-control today and tell myself, no, you can't have this every day. And I'm trying to <laughs> limit it to just once a week, just once a week. And I think that's okay. But my goodness, if you need a pick me up, if you need a little jolt of caffeine, if you're just looking for a good time, pumpkin spice ice lattes are the way to go. <laughs> I mean, they are just chef's kiss, as most mm-hmm. would say. They're so freaking good. Sounds good. That's my end today. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty much a, a loosey-goosey episode. We, we tossed some topics around and we said, you know what? We really haven't just gone off the cusp in a while. And that's what it's going to be. But I, we have a topic to start off with because Natalie had her bachelorette slash bridal party. I forgot the word of it for a second. Shower. This past week. Shower. There we go. <laughs> bridal shower. And bachelorette party I was not invited because I'm not one of the gals and I'm okay with that (laughs) but now I must know how this went I saw some pictures but we got to let the the listeners know how this went because there were some ups and from what I could see there were also some downs (laughs) and some dead cars yeah so overall it was a great weekend um had a great time it was so fun um it was a memorable weekend I think is the best way to describe it because yes there were There were some hiccups along the way, namely being my car died while we were at the campground where we had a cabin. So we had to have my car towed. Well, let me, I guess let me start from the beginning. So for for starters... You didn't have a traditional bachelorette party where you went out in the town and everything. You guys decided, or you specifically decided to go camping. Yeah, so I'm I'm not really a huge drinker. None of my friends are like really into like drinking and bars and also bars are still kind of sketchy. So um, I didn't really want to do anything like that. And it's just not something that I think my friend group would have had a lot of fun doing. So I told Nikki, who has been on this show before, I asked her to plan it for me. And she found a really cute campground that was about an hour outside of Columbus. And we got a really cute little cabin. So we just hung out there for the weekend. And then we went straight from the bachelorette party on Sunday morning to my bridal shower, which was a couple hours north at my grandma's house. So it was all 
all kind of rolled into one weekend, mostly because my um, one of my best friends, Caitlin, she lives in Florida. And so I wanted her to be able to come to everything and only have to fly in for one weekend. Right. And just make it easier for everyone. So I highly recommend doing it that way. It was really nice to just kind of get everything out of the way in one weekend. And also, and I mean, maybe if you were more of like a go out and get trash for your bachelorette party, which is not at all a bad thing. Um, I don't want anyone to think that I'm like dissing that because it's just it's just not my thing. But if that's your plan, maybe don't plan to go to your bridal shower on Sunday Um, because that I can imagine would not be fun. Maybe do the bridal shower and then do the bachelorette party. That seems like a better plan. You don't have to worry about the next day. On Saturday and then your bachelorette party Saturday night into Sunday. That does seem like a better plan if you're going to party really hard. Right. But we didn't and I knew we weren't going to. So it was totally fine doing it that way for us. So we a couple of us went down or went up technically to the campground on Friday night and it was just some of us and then we had to go pick up my friend Caitlin from the airport at um, midnight on Friday night. So we had a little road trip. Yeah, in Columbus. So it was like a two hour round trip um, at midnight. That's not too bad. It wasn't terrible. It was, I mean, it was fun. Like we had, it was a nice little, you know, fun road trip. And then Saturday, we were originally planning on like doing a bunch of hiking and we had some more plans during the day, but those kind of got overshadowed by the fact that um, my car had to be towed. Oh, so it it died right at the beginning of the day. It wasn't an end of the trip kind of thing. No. So it actually died Friday. So I drove to the campground with Brittany, who is Sam's cousin, Sam's cousin's wife, um, but also Mm -hmm. just a really good friend of mine. And so I like we both live in Columbus. So we drove out there. Nikki drove separate because she had all the decorations and stuff and she wanted to get there early. So we had two cars there Friday night and we were going to go out to dinner and my car was behind Nikki's. So I was going to just move my car over so that Nikki could drive us to dinner and my car wouldn't start, which we knew that this was like coming. Like we knew there was something wrong with my car and we were planning on taking it to get it fixed this weekend. Um, But we didn't have time to get it down there or up to um, Sam's family's shop. We didn't have time to get it there before the bachelorette weekend. And I was like, it's whatever. I'll be with people all weekend. It's not like I'm going to get stranded in the middle of nowhere. Like there'll be people, there'll be other cars. We'll be fine. So I just didn't expect it to die so soon. Um, We thought we had a little more time because it was one of those things where like it could run like this for a year or it could die tomorrow. And uh, it, it chose the latter. Did you know what the problem was? I know you knew that something was going wrong, but what exactly was the problem with it? So Ford Focuses have this really weird transmission that like sucks. Transmission is something you don't want to mess with. That can get expensive. Not to, I'm sure you know this. Yeah, I do know this because this is, first of all, not my first Ford Focus. And also my sister has the same exact car as me now. Um, We've actually had a total of four Focuses in our family so far. And all focuses made before a certain year. I think it's like the year after all of our cars. Cause like we had my first focus was like a 2007 focus. And then my current one is 2012. My sister's is 2012. And I think the one she had before that was 2013. And I'm pretty sure in 2014 is when they switched back to a better transmission. So all of the focuses we've had have had this issue. There's something about this transmission. I don't know all of the details. And if I try to explain it, I'll probably sound like an idiot. But basically, there's something about this transmission that causes the clutch to go out 
and there's something wrong with the computer of like in the transmission. Oh, a double whammy. So it's covered under warranty up to 150,000 miles or 10 years. Um, My car is not at 150,000 miles yet. Perfect. But when we took it in to get it looked at initially at Sam's family's, it was the last weekend in August and they ran the VIN number and they were like, your 10 years is up this like now in August. Oh, come on, Ford. Don't be so stingy. So he called the dealership on Monday to see if they could get me in with the warranty or not. And turns out because I have a salvage title, it's void anyway. So it doesn't matter. So I can't get the warranty. But if you build a shitty car (laughs) and you're a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar corporation, just replace the stupid thing. You're the one that fucked up. Right. But because my car has a salvage title, they won't do it regardless of where the warranty is. So all that being said, we knew this was coming. It's been acting kind of weird for a while, but like it hasn't like gotten worse over time. Like it's just been like the major thing that we took it in for was it's like not starting. It takes a long time to start or it took a long time to start. So like not even that you'd turn the key and like it would keep turning over. You turn the key and just like nothing happens for like 30 seconds and then it just turns on. Like the lights would come on, but the there's no one upstairs kind of to paraphrase that that yeah. time old phrase <laughs> that has nothing to do with this yeah so that had been happening for like a couple months honestly and so we finally got it up to Clyde had it looked at they were like yeah you need the new transmission computer or the transmission I think it's like the com- transmission modulator I don't know I have no idea so your issue is the computer one not the clutch yes. part or is it all encompassing each other one thing like i think it's all the same issue but it's more of a computer problem than it is a mechanical problem which makes it expensive so my sister had to have this done to her car and she missed the warranty she missed the mileage for her warranty and so they got it replaced and hers cost about two grand um So the good news is that because Sam's family is going to do it for us, they like won't charge us for labor or like as much labor, but we still have to pay for the parts, which I can't imagine is cheap. So we don't have a price yet. But it's not too grand worth. No, I hope. So we don't have a price yet, but it's going to be something. And the problem is, if this were a normal time, we would say, I was planning on selling this car in January. Let's just dump it, buy a new car now, and not put two grand into a car I want to get rid of anyway. But. But. This is not normal times. This is not normal times, and buying a car right now is insane. And you've got the wedding to worry about, too. Well, that, but. I don't want to pay two grand out of pocket to fix a car that um, I didn't plan on driving for much longer either before the wedding. Also true. So you're just trying to limp it to January. Yeah, literally. But buying a car right now is insane because of the microchip issue. And so like it doesn't make sense to buy a car right now. So we're probably just going to dump the money into this car and just drive it until it dies, which could be, I mean, there's nothing else significantly wrong with it. So once it has a new, you know, once the transmission's fixed, it'll probably last another year or so. So, I mean, at least. How many miles do you have on it? It's only got 125,000 miles. Oh, you could get a couple years out of that. How, do you know how many miles roughly you put on it a year? Um, I mean, this year, not nearly as many. Right. Um, I mean, I've had the car for four years and I've put about 50,000 miles on it. I think you could get another four years out of it. I think you could get at least 175. I do not want to drive this car for another four years. Well, you just said you're going to drive it till you die though. Or not you, sorry, not till you die, (laughs) till the car dies. My apologies for misspeaking. That was not a great way to put that that. 
I mean, yeah, probably. Because the thing is, even by January or February, the car problem is not going to be fixed. Like, cars are going to be crazy expensive for the next couple of years. Um, right. Like, Sam's family is having a hard time keeping cars on their lot because when they go to auction, cars are going for like five to 10,000 over MSRP. So they can't buy them for a price that it makes sense to sell them. Like, they're buying the cars for what they'd want to sell them for and they're not making any money. But everyone's like that right now. So like, I don't know when we're going to be able to buy a car and it not be insanely overpriced and have, you know, a $500 car payment like that. That doesn't make any sense either. I might as well just keep driving this car. Right. Also, quick interjection. I don't know if you can hear this or if listeners will be able to hear this, but if you hear a weird noise in my background, there's a storm rolling through. Mm. So I'm not scratching my mic or anything. It's just kind of <laughs> gnarly out right now. But anyway, so your car's dead. So my car's dead. At the campground. At the campground. So we, I was like, you know, because sometimes with my car in the past, because it's always been computer issues, if you just leave it alone for a while, it'll be fine. Like sometimes it just needs a breather. Um, So I was like, okay, I called Sam, told him what was going on. And I was like, we'll go out to dinner. I'll try it again when we get back and see what happens because there's a chance it'll work. So we got back from dinner, had a very nice dinner. Um, We went to this cute little brewery. We were in Bell Fountain, Ohio. Went to a super cute brewery. Had a really nice time. Came back. It was starting to get dark out and called Sam again. The car did not start. So I was there with Nikki and then Brittany, who, like I said, is Sam's cousin's wife. And so Sam and Eric, Brittany's husband, they're the, like, that's the cousin he goes to the gym with three times a week. Mm -hmm. So we, when I was calling Sam, he was at the gym with Eric and like both Eric and Sam come from this family of mechanics. So we're like, okay, great. Sam and Eric can help us with this. And uh, so Sam was like, okay, try jumpstarting it and see what happens. Cause it was acting like it was almost a battery issue. Like it just wasn't drawing power from the battery. Right. So we're like, okay, let's try jumping it with Nikki's car. And also Nikki is apparently terrified of jumper cables. So <laughs> she was like hiding in the cabin, screaming out the window at us the whole time. On how to do it. <laughs> to make sure we weren't dead. So Nikki, Nikki and I were both kind of like, order. we know how to jump a car. Yeah. Um, like I've jumped cars before. I know roughly what I'm doing, but apparently specifically Fords have a really weird setup with the battery where like the negative is not on the battery. It's like this weird little nub like over on like the side of the hood. It's really weird. What the hell? But we didn't know this. And so we're like calling Sam and Eric and we're like, we can't find the negative. Like we don't know. Like I, I don't think I'm an idiot. I feel like I know what I'm supposed to be doing here but I can't find the other charge like there's nowhere to clip the second thing and so the the advice that that Sam and Eric give us is that I'm totally throwing them under the bus here because they gave us bad advice um they were like there should just just find another piece of metal attached to the battery and clip it to that like you just need a grounding (laughs) one and I was like what that doesn't seem right but okay so we trusted them we tried it we tried to find like a little bolt on the side and we weren't getting any power to the cables so we called them back and then Eric finally just like looked it up and figured out and of course Nikki also drives a Ford so hers was the exact same way right we figured out that it has this weird little like negative thing nub thing so we got it hooked up and it definitely did like having it connected to Nikki's car it almost started like it tried really hard to start but it didn't and then so we're like okay we'll try it again in the morning if it doesn't work we'll call tow truck or we'll call we'll call Tim um, Eric's dad Mm -hmm. because he's like the main mechanic at the shop so we'll call Tim and he's the one who looked at my car before and we'll see what he thinks so we tried 
tried it again the next morning. It didn't work. We called Tim and he was basically like, yeah, I mean, you can, he like gave us a thing to try. It didn't work. And he was like, yeah, if you do happen to get it started, like that's the last time it's going to start. Um, oh. So we were like, great. So I called a tow truck and we figured that the best way, because Sam has AAA, but I don't because I'm, we're not married yet. So I can't use his AAA unless he's with me. And I have some coverage with my insurance, but not like great coverage. Right. So getting it towed directly to Clyde would have cost me like $400. So instead I had it towed to Columbus, which I had like 13 miles of coverage weirdly, which is not very much and also a weird number. Um, But I had it towed to Columbus and then Sam used his AAA to get it towed to Clyde. And that was like covered because he has like a hundred miles of coverage. Okay. So it's in Clyde now. So that was a whole thing. We had to get my car towed Saturday morning and then Sam had his bachelor party at the house Saturday night. So then he was like, his friends were there while my car was getting dropped off in our driveway. And then Sunday (laughs) after everyone left, he called AAA and got it towed to Clyde. Okay. So it was definitely a memorable experience. It's a good story. There's a great picture of me and Brittany wearing um, headlamps trying to figure out how to jump the car in the dark Friday night. (laughs) Is that the one you put on Facebook? Yeah, I think so. I definitely saw that one. memories hey you you camp for a bachelorette party you got to get your hands dirty (laughs) apparently with cars but is that the issue then is it confirmed that the transmission recall is why your car crapped out it's not a battery thing or anything yeah yeah well poo (laughs) so so that's just a fun additional thing before the wedding you have terrible luck with cars yeah like you have terrible luck with your cars stop buying ford focuses that's the plan (laughs) get yourself a honda I want a Subaru. Also, yes. Cody wanted a Subaru, and then he ended up getting a Honda because he had to match his bro. That's not why he got it, but Honda <laughs> Civic. That's a good car for you. Yeah. I want I want a bigger car next. Like, I want something that's bigger than the Focus. I love the hatchback, too. Right. So, I like the Civic hatchback. Um, I did think about getting one of those for a while, but it's, like, exactly the same as my car now. Like, it's basically the same car. But more reliable. Yeah, probably. But in terms of, like, look and feel and, you know, size like it's it's just the same thing so i want to get like like an f-350 <laughs> yeah diesel <laughs> i do like driving trucks um they I are like driving fun SUVs. if you don't have to pay for the gas yourself true so the other thing now is sam and i only have one car for like a week or so until my car is fixed and we can get it back from clyde so i have to drive sam's car this week his fancy car which i have never done before until i had to take caitlin back to the airport at 4 30 in the morning yesterday it was the first time i ever oh, drove gosh sam's car. she really likes the red eyes <laughs> Um, so that was an experience too. Yeah. He's got a little giddy up in his. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, compared to driving my car, because the thing with the focus is that it's because it has that weird transmission, it like stutters when you're speeding up, unless you know how to drive a Ford focus. And like, even I've been driving a focus for like five, six years and I still, you know, you can't avoid it sometimes. Like if you, if you accelerate too slowly, it stutters in between gears and it's really weird and it feels like something's wrong with it, but you get used to it after a while so the goal is to just always accelerate really quickly like stop and go traffic is the worst in my car because it feels like 
it feels like you're driving a manual basically because that's what it is it's like the way i understand it and this could be wrong but the way it's been explained to me before is that it's basically a manual transmission that they made automatic it's real i don't know what it is it doesn't sound practical no so um so yeah driving and stop and go traffic sucks but then driving sam's car is so smooth it's really weird very very strange um and what year is his i think it's 2017 because he got it in 2019 it's a challenger right Mm -hmm. yes i did remember i miss his orange little number though i'm not gonna lie I liked driving the Escape, but it also was terrifying because it was going to fall apart at any moment. It had moxie. (laughs) (laughs) It had something. A lot of rust, probably. Oh, so much rust. That's like a problem that those old Escapes have, apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, for one, when you live in Michigan and Ohio, your car is going to rust. But then when you get a car that's prone to rusting, it's not a good recipe. Yeah. Two plus two does not equal, well, it equals poo in this case. (laughs) So the car died, but you got taken care of. Mm-hmm. So what what were the goods of the Bachelorette weekend? Um, it was super fun hanging out with all of my friends because I don't get to see most of them very often because most of them are living in very different places. So it was really nice to just be able to spend a whole weekend with my friends. All my friends got along really well, which was great because most of them didn't know each other. Well, good. That's one less thing to worry about at the wedding. Yeah, for sure. We got to, we watched a bunch of great throwback movies um because that was one of the things i wanted to do so we watched friday night we watched high school musical Ooh, did you do the sing-along version absolutely yeah and then saturday we watched we watched enchanted and then i've never actually seen that one it's great that's the one with Amy Adams? Mm-hmm. Okay. Highly recommend. Great, great movie. And then we watched Mamma Mia, which was my number one request because it's the perfect vibe for a bachelorette party. Also haven't seen that one either. I know the premise of it. I just have never <laughs> seen it. Um, and then we watched half of Mamma Mia 2 and then we went to bed because it was getting late. Fair. And we were all falling asleep. So, but yeah, it was super fun. And overall, I had a great time. Um, the car did not take away from the experience. I think that if anything, again, like I said, it made it very memorable. And then my bridal shower was super nice. My mom and grandma planned it and my grandma hosted it and it was just very nice. And I got to see a lot of family and, um, honestly, it was mostly Sam's family that was there because my family is just so spread out right and also his family outnumbers mine um especially comparing like just the women so uh, a lot of my family is like too far away to make a day trip so it was mostly sam's family but it was still nice well good did you get any uh any goods oh i mean yes too that's not goods? like a ugh, bad but um, <laughs> my my house is a disaster because it's kind of like you know that that christmas feeling where you have a bunch of new stuff and then you got to get rid of old stuff or find homes for the new stuff and like the, all the boxes are everywhere and you know it's just kind of like chaotic for a little while right it's like that but really intense because basically everything that we put on a registry is kitchen stuff and also our kitchen is really fucking small and a lot of the stuff we ask for is replacing stuff that we have so the process of like new plates and dishes like new silverware new um like pots and pans we just got in the mail today so this is all like really nice stuff and i'm excited to have it but the process of like getting all of our old stuff out of the cupboards and like what do we do with it do we need to keep it in a box somewhere as like backup or do we just get rid of it and um like what can we put into the camping box and it's just chaos um our kitchen table and also our kitchen table is in our living room right now because sam moved it for the bachelor party because they were playing D and they needed to put two leaves in the 
table. Legendary. And it doesn't fit in the, the dining room with like both leaves in it. So they had to move it into the living room. And then when I got home on Sunday, we piled everything on the kitchen table in the living room. And so now we can't move it back until we put all the stuff away. And so like, it's just so chaotic right now. How far along in that process are you? So I took yesterday off because I knew I was going to be tired and we were going to have a lot of stuff to do. And um, I had to take Caitlin to the airport at 4 a.m. Right. So I took yesterday off and I, I took Caitlin to the airport, came back, went back to sleep for a few hours. Then I got up at like 10 and then I spent the entire rest of the day unpackaging and like washing all of our new stuff. And then we put some stuff away. But like I still haven't even put everything away. And then we got more stuff in the mail today that I now have to wash. Jeez. For the bridal shower or from your registry? Well, all the stuff from the bridal shower is from the registry. Oh, see, I don't know how this stuff works. <laughs> so like, but there were a couple people who like couldn't come. So they had the stuff mailed directly to us like for the shower. So there's a couple gifts that are like coming in this week. So it's just more stuff. And basically between now and the wedding, we're just going to be sporadically getting stuff in the mail. Which is great, but um, it's just very chaotic. Well, I can tell you that our gift will be hand-delivered. <laughs> so get ready for that. I, you're, I'm pretty sure that you guys already know what the gift's going to be because I told you before you even opened your registry that yes. I was going to get you this. I assumed. <laughs> but we'll, we'll hand-deliver it. It will be a good time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm sure plenty of people will do that too. Right. Um, so then when we get back from our honeymoon, our lives will just be a disaster for a while. That's okay. That's that's married life for you. But also I feel like <laughs> our lives are just going to be a disaster between now and then too. So has it, it ramped up then? I know you already have most of it planned, as you should. One of the reasons we're doing the hit and run season now is so you have a couple months to get ready for that wedding. Has that already started? I know you had a lot of it planned and then you've been kind of in a slow period. Is that ramping up? Will it even have to ramp up? How is that looking? Um, oh yeah, it's definitely, definitely ramping up. Like we did a lot of planning in advance, but there's just so much stuff that you can't do in advance. Like we're to the point now where we are waiting for everyone to RSVP so that we can like do our final numbers and we're following up with people who haven't RSVP'd and we're doing all the last minute planning. We're planning the honeymoon. We're doing all the details. We're talking to all the vendors about last minute details and we're trying to get the timeline for like that day finalized and like all of that stuff is happening now. So it's definitely ramped up and it will be between now and the wedding. Like it's, we're in the, we're in the busy part now. It's only 52 days away. That seems further away than what it is to me. I know it's opposite for you, but that doesn't seem like it's very soon. Well, it's less than two months. See, that to me makes it sound like it's soon. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's only like seven or six weeks away. Yeah, that, that sounds more real. That, that yeah, I could see the... Because seven, seven weeks is 49 days. So like that's, we're just over seven weeks away. You're feeling it? Is Sam feeling it? Yeah, I think so. I gave him a list today of things that I need him to take care of in the next like couple weeks just because he I'm putting him in charge of most of the like honeymoon stuff like you know making food reservations and like figuring out how to get us like how to reserve transportation um, from the airport and everything just because one he's more familiar with Disney than I am because I've only been there once and how many times has he been he used to go as a kid oh okay and um his band used to go so Sam was in a band there. oh like, sorry marching, marching band, band. <laughs> duh I was thinking like a rock band because they have those <laughs> Disney Springs they have a ton of bands there true 
Um, so he's just more familiar with Disney and also it's just like those little details are something that I do not have the capacity for right now just because um, like I'm I'm handling most of the little details for the wedding not because he can't or doesn't want to but just like one I'm pretty controlling and kind of need to be doing that for my own sake um, but also like I've just been doing a lot of that so right. and a lot of it is like planning things that are more relevant to me like the timeline of the day revolves around you know the bridesmaids getting ready and like working with the vendors is is all i mean we're doing it together but you know i just am the the detail person no i trust me i understand (laughs) so tease for the listeners one of the first episodes when we do season six which will be early next year we'll talk about the disney trip i just got back from disney i'm gonna save my experience so me and nat can talk about together however i want to ask a couple questions pertaining to disney now that i have it fresh in my head what parks are you doing all of them all of them like the main four or like your every single one um are there more than four well there's you know espn wide world of sports and there's the water park and there's I'm sure there's another one now we're just doing like the the parks like the main parks okay my second question because we did reservations for dinner at Epcot Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom and also had Casey's Corner by the way you guys want a good lunch they don't have to reserve but you should Casey's Corner delicious I say this because <laughs> have you reserved any restaurants yet because I definitely have recommendations from what we ate no we haven't yet I know Sam just started looking at it today so we're looking at that we're trying to we're also trying to figure out what our budget is because you know we basically want to with everything else that we're going to be paying for between now and then and like how fucked up our like bank accounts and credit cards are going to be like going into that week just because there's so much stuff we have to pay for at the last minute so it's like I don't want to go into our vacation and put everything on my credit card because I don't know how much other shit is going to be on my credit card going into that week yeah you don't want to max it out so I think our plan is to just like get a preloaded visa card and have that be like on our magic bands and then like try to just do everything on that so that it's the money is separate set aside and that way we're not having to worry about like other money that's coming out of our um, accounts and stuff because like there's going to be several vendors that I hand a check on the day of the wedding and like are they going to cash that that week or like later who knows right that's a smart idea I will give you my three or I guess four recommendations you guys can look into it I won't dive <laughs> into to that until we we talk about this on a later episode but at Epcot we did Chef Du France, I believe it was called. That was a great restaurant. We did Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh, so freaking good. It got better each day that we we went. I mean, I loved them all, but I think the best thing I ate was this seafood curry in Ooh. Animal Kingdom at a place called Yak and Yeti. That sounds good. If you guys get a chance, go to Yak and Yeti <laughs> because my dish was delicious. And then Hillary got a Kobe beef burger. If you like burgers, I mean, they're oh, so so good, so good. And I already told you this before the show, but if you go at any point to Disney Springs, which is also cool, so you don't need a ticket for it. It's basically Disney shopping district. Mm-hmm. Go to Gideon's Cookies, the best. 
I know I talked about insomnia cookies and grandma's cookies, which are delicious. Don't get me wrong. The best freaking cookies I have ever had in my entire life. I got a peanut butter one, which they had a little extra crunch in. That was delicious. And I still have a cookies and cream one left because me and Hillary each got one. We had one yesterday because we brought them home and then we still have one left. Oh my gosh, Nat. It is freaking delicious. <laughs> delicious. I don't, I have no other words for it. It's mind boggling how good these cookies are and they're big and they're on the, the decor inside is like a Halloween fall kind of theme, which I know your honeymoon will be right past Halloween, so it might feel a little weird, but just, just go with it because it is freaking cool and delicious. Disney has a lot of good food. <laughs> Disney has a lot of good food. That's all I'll say about my trip though, besides it was great. So how did Sam's jumping around, how did Sam's bachelor party go? I, you said that he played D&D. Did he win? Did they finish? Um, I don't think it, it's not really something that you win, but they had oh, a good time true. it sounds like. <laughs> Well, good. I, you know, I got the most that you really get, which was like, yeah, we had a good time, <laughs> which means they had a really good time. What happens in Columbus stays in Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, his, um, all of his friends, except for one, were able to make it. And uh, his friend who's in the Navy was able to come, which oh, he wasn't cool. expecting. Um, and yeah, he had a really good time, I think. And I think that he um, was glad that everyone was able to come and it was, it was good. I mean, that's, that's all I really heard. <laughs> I'm glad you both had good bachelor and bachelorette parties. Mm -hmm. So before we go real quick, cause we're, we're running up on time. You briefly mentioned hiking. Did you get a chance to go hiking? No, that was what we didn't get to do because no. we spent, we spent all morning dealing with my car and then by by the time we were done with that, we were like waiting for other people to arrive. And so like the timing was really awkward. So we ended up just like going out to lunch and hanging out and it was fine. Um, it was, I mean, we had beautiful weather, but we ended up really the only thing we did during the day besides go out to lunch and then like watch a movie was we went, there was like a little um, beach area you could walk up to. There was like a little lake there. And we ended up meeting a guy who had this really, really sweet and huge Great Dane. And so we just hung out with this Great Dane for like 45 minutes. And he was like so sweet and was just like obsessed with my sister, like kept trying to play with mm -hmm. her. But literally he like, he was taller than me, like when he stood up. Well, that's and not very like, hard. Even just <laughs> <laughs> he was taller than all of us when he stood up. But when he was just standing on all fours, like his nose read, like reached my face. Did you get the name of the Great Dane? His name was Duke, which was, oh, that's you know, perfect. Fitting. Um, so yeah, we were just like hanging out with this Great Dane for a while. It was great. It was like the highlight of the weekend. <laughs> what about the tow truck driver? How was he? Ugh, no, he wasn't a good tow truck driver? No, he was horrible. Like not friendly or? Not friendly. Gross. Oh, no. Like really gross. Plumber's um, crack? What? Plumber's crack? No, more like his clothes looked like he spilled food all over them. And it was like Maybe 10 a.m. Like... <laughs> Like this man looked like he woke up from like a four day binge um, and <laughs> Again, rolled into his tow truck. maybe he did. There's a very good chance of that. Wouldn't be surprised. But so he, so my car wasn't starting and he had to, we had to, we had to hook it up to like to another battery for me to be able to put it in neutral because my car right. wasn't drawing enough power that I could even, it would even let me shift into neutral. You didn't have like an emergency spring. So this weekend when I got back from vacation, I accidentally left a light on in my car. So my car was dead. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole nother story that I'll save for another time. But 
Hondas have, you pop this cap off on the, as London Tipton would call it, the Prindle, the shifter, <laughs> because my car was deader, it was deader, that's not a word. It was more, it was it was dead as a doornail, mm -hmm. essentially. Like I could get zero power out of it. So I also couldn't get it into neutral, but they have this thing where you pop the cap off on the shifter and you stick a screwdriver in it and it will engage the gear so you can put it into neutral for just that occasion. Interesting. But Fords don't have that. I don't think so. Again, get yourself a Honda or a Subaru. <laughs> Just don't go back to Ford. And that's not a knock on Ford. It, it's a little bit of a knock on Ford, but you have had the worst luck with Fords. And I think you need to just move past this phase of your life. Yeah, that's the plan. But uh, so anyway, so he had to get, instead of like hooking it back up to Nikki's car, he just he had like a jump pack. Um, so it was just like a battery with cables. Mm -hmm. And so he hooked that up to my car and he was like, try to start it. And I was trying to explain to him that I knew what was going on and that it wasn't going to start right and because like because it was a computer issue and not like a mechanical issue when i was trying to start it the engine wasn't like making sound or anything like it would just it basically was like when i turned the key to start it all the power shut off and just nothing happened mm -hmm. so like i was trying to explain to him that it wasn't going to start but just to you know appease him he hooked it up and I was starting it. I was starting it over and over again, like trying to start it. And he's yelling at me, like, try to start it, try to start it. And I'm literally yelling back, like, I did. Dumbass, what do you think I'm doing? Like, I just did several times and it didn't work. Get your ass in here and try to start it. So I put it in neutral and like he we he pushed it down the driveway and then it there was like a bit of a hill. So then he was able to like roll it up onto the truck a little bit and then like pull it the rest of the way up with the cables. But then, so he was rude and um, clearly thought that we didn't know what we were talking about. And uh, so then he got it to Clyde or to Columbus and like dropped it off with Sam and he told Sam that I didn't try to start it. And then of course, which just makes me so fucking mad, they tried to start it when they got to the house and it started. Oh. So he thought, he thinks that I was just an idiot and wasn't starting it and it would have started if we had done it there, which it wouldn't, it didn't. And uh, the fact that it did start at the house. So then he just shut it back off and left it. Which... Sam's uncle said, right. once it's off, it's not coming back on. Right. That and also like, thanks for proving yourself right, I guess. And then just shutting it back off and leaving. Like, cause the only thing that worked was the jump, like the, the jump pack, like not mm -hmm. another car. So <laughs> what the fuck? Dumbass. But yeah, he was super rude and gross. Well, I'm sorry. Usually I've had great experiences with tow truck drivers and I just figured that you would as well. I'm sorry that you had a dick. Sam said the guy that came from AAA was super nice. So there's that. You think your guy was a, a bit sexist? Do you think that played into it? Um, well, he was like a 50-year-old man. So yes. Are you assuming that all 50-year-old men are, are sexist? 50-year-old men who are tow truck drivers and think that I don't know how to start a car. Yes. And don't let me finish sentences when I'm talking about my own car. Yes. If you fall into that category, make sure to hit us up on our <laughs> Facebook page and uh, we'll set up a conversation with Natalie and you can try to prove her wrong. If we actually had uh, somebody that fits that description, I was about to rehash it, but there was a lot that went into that. <laughs> I think we end the podcast right there. I think that's just, I think that's done. I think we hit the peak. We ended after that episode.
But like I said, I'm, I'm very glad that both you and Sam had good bachelor and bachelorette weekends, respectively. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of this episode. If you liked what you heard, make sure that you listen to us and show your friends wherever you and they listen to their podcasts. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we also post the episodes every Monday morning on our Facebook page, the Hit and Run Podcast. So Natalie, what did we learn today? We learned that a car breaking down is not necessarily a party ruiner, but just makes for a very memorable experience. We also learned that tow truck drivers are not, in fact, always pleasant and cheerful. (laughs) And we learned that when my dog's in my office, um, of the four toys in here, only one of them makes sound, and she's playing with that one right now. We also learned that Natalie needs to ditch Fords. We learned that what happens in Columbus stays in Columbus. Looking at you, Sam. And we learned that if you're at a bachelorette party, you have to watch Mamma Mia because it is the way to go. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.